Hey, Stitch Ballers, it's Gib Gab. Alrighty, so, episode one, we sat down with Coach Kaz. Episode two, sat down with Heather. Now, which most of you might recognize me from somewhere else online, I am going to sit down again with Coach Cass, talk to you guys about Team Nitro. You know, I started the Team Nitro TikTok just over, you know, two and a half years ago. And, and it's crazy how many people I've met through starting that TikTok page. So I want to give you guys a background story of how we started Team Nitro, how it's come to be as large as it is now, and all the fun stories that we have with it. So I hope you enjoy, and I will talk to you guys very soon. Gib gab over and out. <laughs> Alrighty. I was thinking, because we talked a little bit last episode about Nitro, you know. Yes, we, we touched on Nitro a little bit. Touched on it a little bit. I think the world may know us most, not all of the world, but a good chunk of the world, maybe 50,000 or so. 50,000 or so followers. <laughs> might know us a bit from TikTok under the Team Nitro account. So I figured it, it's only appropriate for us to talk about the Nitro origin story, where even TikTok came about, why we have a TikTok maybe, and you know what our organization is on Long Island. Well, that Good. Was your yep, that's it. Good. Keep that up. Nice. That's it. Good job. Keep that up. Good. One more. Pick these up. Well, that was your brainchild, so we'll, get, brainchild. we'll get to that a little bit later <laughs> on, but uh, we touched on Nitro a little bit, started back in 2005, 2006. Yes, Coach Kaz, I would say, is the founder, Yep. head of the board, CEO, what do you, what do you like to call yourself? <laughs> president. President of, president of Team Nitro. <laughs> Team Nitro, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and we're a fast-pitch travel organization, uh, originated on Long Island, and uh, we have about, we vary between eight to ten teams. Every season, every year varies a little bit. Um, we're not here primarily just to have as many teams as possible. Mm -hmm. I think um, some years we've had five, six teams. Yeah, yeah. Other and years others, we've had ten. ten. Yeah. Just depends on the year. And again, we, we want to have teams that, first of all, we have the right coaching for. We don't have the right coaching. It doesn't make sense to put a team together. Nope. I mean, there are plenty of players out there, but I'm not going to just throw teams on for the sake of throwing teams on. That's not what we're trying to do. No. We're trying to put out a good quality product. Yeah. And, and what does that look like? That looks like good quality players. That looks like players that want to be here exactly. for the right reasons, that want to work hard. doesn't mean they're the best players out there. Okay? No. We will make you some player. of the best players yeah. out there. Okay? Because we know how to train properly. Yeah. But what we're looking for are kids that are dedicated to the game of fast pitch softball. Yeah. Now, we don't discourage players not to play other sports. But as you know, we want players that are in able, their lives yeah. have certain priorities. Yes. To us, family is priority number one. Of course. School and schoolwork is priority number two. Health in there, like your own physical health. That's very there. important as well. Yeah. Absolutely. And then Team Nitro's third. Yeah. And you can do so, anything else with your life. Do whatever else you want, but those three things yeah. should come first. And that's what we ask for. That's what we ask as for. As a player under Team Nitro. And it, yeah. it's not for everybody. No, and we understand that. And we totally get that. Yeah. And we, there are teams or organizations out there that are fine with you during the summer going off to summer camp or during the fall playing another sport. Yep. You know. Um, and it's, it's a good thing to, to play other sports, right? Like, I think we... 
we talk about that a lot. We we hear sometimes college coaches even say like Absolutely. other sports develop different skill sets in our athletes that maybe we can't bring about. In my opinion, like I see um, actually in Lila a lot, like how explosive she is at the yes. 12U level. Yes. I think that stems from her soccer training. Uh, I agree. And playing 100%. soccer. And, and, and we and can't, we, we at this point in time have not developed that in most of our players, but she has been able to develop that because she has another sport. And a lot life. of our girls, a lot of the Nitro girls do play other sports, but yes. Team Nitro practices, Team Nitro games come before They others. have to. And, and that's because it's only fair. It's only fair. It's only fair for the other 11 girls on the team and the roster. Yep. Okay, because come a Saturday, yes. if we're starting a game, uh, you know, on a Saturday first game and you missed the practice because you went to a game for something else, yeah. well, I got to reward the players that were at practice. Yep. I'm not punishing you, I'm rewarding the 11 other players that were there. Yep. They get to start over the one girl who didn't. That is what that's it is. just that's yeah. just the nature. But for the most part, we have all players are committed to Team Nitro. Yeah. And they understand that. And that's, again, discussed well ahead of time before yes. any offers are made. We have a long discussion about the commitment level that we're expecting. We get that out of the way, and this way that never comes into play. We talk a lot about having the right coaches before we even put a team together. Yes. What does that look like to you? What do you look for in your coaches? I know we do have a little bit of a rule on, on Team Nitro of, of how we dictate coaches as well. So can you dive into that? Yeah, well, that? we break up the roles on a team as well. So yeah. we have a person that ma is a manager, mm -hmm. and they handle all the off-the-field, non-coaching aspects of that team. Like hotels. Uh, hotels, if they travel. Team Snap. Yeah, that's right. Team Snap. Uh, Uniforms. Make, making sure they, they communicate the right, um, you know, what, where, when practices are right. and where, all that. Yeah, they all handle that. all the non-softball coaching related stuff. Yeah. We want to take that off of the head coach's job because I pay my head coaches to coach the girls. Yeah. And have that, that be the Practice, focus. Practice, games, yeah. lot, lineups, whatever it may be. Yeah. So our head coaches on all of my teams are non-parents. Yep. They don't have a child. They don't have any sort of player on the team there they're connected to in any way so that they don't have that tie. Yes. That old adage, you know, daddy ballish coaching mentality. Yeah. We don't want any of that. Um, and then we have an assistant coach that is, is also usually not a father of a coach, yeah. uh, of a player on a team. What do we look for? We look for girls or boys or men that want to dedicate as much time and effort to this team mm -hmm. as if it's a full-time job. Yeah, and it's a lot of work. It is a lot of work. We, for me alone, right, we do once a week practice. We did then another session of hitting a week. Second second day of practice, seventh day of hitting weekends. practice, and then tournaments on weekends. That's a lot, so, yeah. a lot of time out of my day. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, <laughs> so yeah, we were, they're busy three days, uh, four days a week yeah. in softball, and you're 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 responsible to be there. Yeah. Um, so we look for for girls that love the game, had success at the game at a certain level. Didn't have yeah. to be a certain you know you didn't have doesn't to play D one yeah, or anything like that. Doesn't have to be at the college level. Yeah, but, but at least has. Um, knowledge and experience that 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 we can like almost leverage, you know, or the Absolutely. team can leverage Absolutely. if they're playing under them. Yeah. yeah, and somebody who wants to continue to improve as a coach. Yeah, and I brought this up in our last episode that it's important that coaches are constantly trying to better themselves. 
If we're asking the girls to get better every day, we need the yeah. coaches to get better every day. And also the game I played, I don't know, or, or any coach that might have played 10, 15, 20 years ago, isn't the exact same game that we're playing today. Absolutely not. So that's important yeah. as a coach. You need to keep evolving your coaching yes. skill sets. Yes. You know, and we let the girls do that. So in most of our cases with our coaches, um, we're pretty much, I'm pretty much hands off with the teams. I let them coach the teams. Yeah. As the president of Nitro, you were hands off with them, I, I, coaching their individual teams. You, yes. you're, we pay you to coach your team. Yeah. And... We put that trust in you, right? We put that trust in you. Now, we've had had in the past times when a coach not doing what they need to do, and I try to mentor them, yeah. give them a time, give them a couple seasons, we mentor them. A lot of times it works out, and they, they, they grow, because yeah. it takes a while to develop your coaching voice. Yes. Oh, my God, yes. Okay? Um, what resonates with kids? How to say things? How to communicate things? Because... What are the important things to communicate? Girls process feedback differently than males might. Absolutely. And that is a big learning curve as a coach. Oh, yeah. Oh, that goes back <laughs> to when I first started coaching. Oh, yes. Tell me. <laughs> one of the one of the biggest lessons I learned yes. was I coached based on how I was coached. Yes. So that was men coaching boys. Mm -hmm. And I drew off my experiences of what I thought were good coaches to me, and now I'm going to coach like they did. Right. Well, I quickly came to understand <laughs> and learned coaching boys and coaching girls are two different things. Of course. And you've heard me say this over and over again. I love it. And though. I and I use this. I read I did some research when mm -hmm. I was like going, "Hmm, something's not working here. <laughs> it ain't resonating with the girls. I don't know why. Yeah. Let me try to find out." And I read a lot of things by coach Mike Calandrea, okay. who was the head was coach that? of the U USA softball. Okay. He also was a college coach at Arizona or Arizona State, and one of the two. I'm We'll fact check that. We'll have to fact check that one. <laughs> um, and he wrote quite a few articles back in the day yeah. of the difference between coaching boys and coaching girls. And okay. one of the things that to this day resonates to, with me is he wrote, boys need to play good to feel good. Mm -hmm. Girls need to feel good to play good. Yeah. So here's a good example. If that girl thinks you're going to yell at them because they went to make the, go get the ball and throw it somewhere. If they have a ball thinking about is, I'm going to yell that, they, that ball becomes a hot potato and they don't want to go near it. Yep. They if, run away from it. Right. If they know that they're going to get reamed by their coach because they're going to do something, they're about to do something, whether that's right or wrong, they're not going to do it regardless. Right. Yeah. That's right. And so as a, I tell my coaches all the time, if you turn off one of the girls from playing this game and loving this game, you failed as a coach. Yes. Whether it's a girl on your team or even another team, and I'll give you a great example. Okay. Little League. Oh, yeah. Uh, there was a coach in Little League, don't need to name names. <laughs> nope. Who wanted to always be the New York Yankees. Oh, yeah. Oh, right, because in, all right. Well, I don't, know if, wait, I don't know if this happens anywhere else, but in our Little League, every team that was created at that level was, was uh, given their jerseys based on MLB right. teams. So... Obviously, being in New York, the Yankees and the Mets were always, always the first the two favorite. teams picked. So he had to be the Yankees, and yes. he had to pick the, the his assistant coach had to be the number one pitcher in the oh, league. Okay, yeah. He ought to, and there he is. We're playing him, and I'm sitting as far away from him as I am here. <laughs> I'm in the dugout. He's at yeah. third base, and he's yelling at his girls, 
swing the bat. Now, Francesca was obviously on my team pitching, so yeah. she was a very good pitcher. Yes. And they had their number one pitcher. We had our number one pitcher, so we would always battle. And he's yelling at the top of his lungs, and the girls in the batter's box, you could or, see they're like shaking. They're, they're scared. They're shaking. Yeah. They're like, are you? <gasps> and and I, I finally looked at him and I said, Coach, what are you doing? Yeah. He says, I, I got to get these girls to, to swing the bat. Yeah, he thinks yelling Yell, at them is going to like yeah, flip the yeah. switch. Oh, right, now yeah. I'm going to swing, which not And the I case. looked at him and I said, maybe it's your approach. Yeah. Try changing your approach. Mm-hmm. And he looked at me and he went, eh, and he went right back to yelling. I didn't now, know that. <laughs> now, there was a girl on our team. Yeah. Her father played minor league baseball. Oh, okay. I got her to play, this was like, you know, Farms level softball. Which is like what? Like t- not even 10. This is eight, like you're just like eight years old, nine years okay. old, right? When we just start first getting the pitching going, you know, yeah. pitching and all that. And she started to like really, you could see this mm. kid could, could be a ball player. Yeah. At a good age because it was in her, in her blood, in her genes. Right, right. Her dad played at a very high level. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, great. And at the end of the season, I asked around, you know, are you going to come back? Are you going to go next year, next year? And she said, no, nah, I'm not going to join. And the mom came to me and said, if you remember correctly, the second time we played the Yankees, mm-hmm. she didn't feel well. She just didn't want to play oh. because of the coach yelling so much. Then in the playoffs, we did again. Now, I, you know, it happened. It was, it was several weeks in between each, so I didn't think anything of it. Yeah. But the mom said that coach turned her off so badly that she doesn't want to play this game. And that happens a lot. Not does. even at the young levels, at the older high school, college levels. Oh, yeah, you hear that a lot. lot. You ha- happens a lot, is right. And um, high school coaches, I know a lot of players come back to travel ball and they go, my high school coach. Oof, yeah. You know, and Bad. it turns the kids off, and that's a shame. That yeah. really is a shame. You don't want to do that. So yeah. in Nitro, we try not to, we try to make everything fun. Yes. Try to make it fun, but it's also we demand yeah. that you work at it, and we'll yeah. call you out. But we have a lot of fun, as you know. Yeah. We make the environment fun. We're always playing music, yep. right? We're always joking we're always around. joking around. Yeah. We have a lot of laughs. We kid around. Which we 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 entertain the girls when they want to try to do something. Yeah, all right, yeah, I'll all right. do it. What do you want Let's to do? do it. Yeah, Let's do yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. I hear you. You want me to wear that hat? Okay. Which, which you know. is is very different. Like I remember when I went to college, we couldn't crack a joke at all. Like my coach, it was like when the moment we had, we, she was in front of us, it was like we, she wanted 100% focus 100% of the time until she left the field, whether that was practice, whether that was in the weight room. Oh my God, it was crazy. So in my opinion, coming from our environment growing up, the fun, energetic, great environment, to then going to that environment, the other environment on the other end of the spectrum in, in college, now back here coaching, Definitely right. can you say. understand. Now I understand the two sides of the, right. of the and scenario. And you make sure you will not go that way. You will yeah. not, yeah, you will not um, do the same mistakes that right. uh, the college coach does. You know, and, and, and you, you've been around, you know as well, you know, we do laugh a lot. We do have yes. a lot of fun. A lot of fun. Okay. And, um, and the environment, and I think that's what brings our girls to come back and want mm-hmm. to come back and love being here. Yeah. Um, but we're also, we'll also call you out. We'll, we'll, We'll hold your feet to the fire when you're not doing performing the way we know yep. you can. Yep. And it's not personal, and we've no. talked about this in the past. It's not personal. It's it's all right. We gotta refocus. We gotta, we gotta refocus. Reel back in a bit. We had our fun, but that time has come and gone. That's right. That's now right. now it's we're in the game. Yeah. But <laughs> what we do get out of it is we get girls that play a lot 
looser yes. and relaxed yes. and played a game at a better level. Which is so important. Yeah. yeah. And again, that goes back to feeling good to Yeah, play that's good. right. Feeling good to play good. Yeah. Mike Calandrea. I think we also pride ourselves a lot in the no daddy ball. Yes. We, we do have a lot of college girls who, who, who might have either played in our organization a few years back Graduated college, now we're back coaching. We welcome them back. We love, we love having, having them back. Love yeah. having them back, yeah. And then we I also, mean, yeah. You know, I went to training when we go mm -hmm. to, on a Saturday and all the girls are there and it's just like family. Oh my God, family. It's family. And, yeah, um, so much fun. A lot of fun. The girls love, and, and they, they the team impart Nitro the same family. Yeah. They impart the same fun into the players. Yeah. You know, and um, that's why I think you get, we have such great turnouts. Yeah. Every practice, people are always on time or early because mm -hmm. they don't want to be late. They, yeah. they, they, want, they look forward to it. Yeah. It's not like a, it's not a chore. It's not a job. It's, yeah. it's fun. Because what are we doing? Fun. We're playing a game. Yeah. We are playing a game. Mm -hmm. Got to always remember that. Yeah. You know, so, so with Nitro, we, that's what we try to do. And we have eight to 10 teams every year. Yeah. We have- uh, From the 12U to 18 recruiting yeah, college. We, recruiting. We, we get 10U every now and then, but as being a travelable organization, what's difficult at time is for us is people that have not been to, through travel ball, maybe with an older daughter, don't know about travel ball teams. Right. They only know about their local teams or maybe a team that and, maybe a local coach had put together from a rec ball or little league level, and now is like, all right, we're gonna play some travel ball. And I, I actually think that might just be like the Northeast New York thing, because what we we made some friends along the way. Yep. In different states. Yes, we have. The Lady Gators. Lady Gators. In Florida. Florida. They at the eight U level have been playing travel ball competitively, yes. which is vastly different from the, like the New York scene of softball. I That's feel true. like yeah. very little eight U in New York. Very little, yeah. Yeah, so mostly ten U and even ten U's sparse. You know, sparse, sparse mm -hmm. is a good way of putting it. Absolutely. Yeah. So yeah, but but um, we, as you know, we're on vacation. We went uh, to our condo in Florida during the couple during the, of weeks. During the few weeks that we get. The few weeks season. we get, we go, we run down to Florida and get away from it. Yes. And, uh, and oh, oh, and let me, let me go. And lo and behold, we're at dinner and Kaz sees lights in the, in the distance. Stanchions, light stanchions. Yep. Stadium lights. No, stadium, that's a softball field. Let's go look. Of course. We had to take a, <laughs> take a drive yep. while we're on vacation. Because we can't get away from softball. I love it too much. <laughs> and who do we stumble upon? The Lady Gators. The Lady Gators. The cutest little girls ever. Yep. yep. And they were good. They were good. <laughs> Crazy good. <laughs> Better than some of our 12U girls up here. <laughs> I, um, if you remember that first, we got invited to, to join practice, them in practice. Which was a lot of fun. A um, lot of fun. I'll post some of those videos. And, yep. I, did a, uh, and I did the, uh, the pitching uh, front toss for them, hitting-wise. Yes. And my first question to coach was, do you have a pitching bow net? Because <laughs> these girls are crushing the ball. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was a little scared for my life there. <laughs> you were like, I, I need a little bit of protection before I front toss some, some pitches to them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yep. And uh, now, they're, now they're playing 10U. They're, oh, okay. they're a 9U team. Yep. Uh, a couple weeks back, you I was down in Florida. Yes, yes. tell Went me down about there. that. How was that? So, phenomenal. phenomenal Absolutely yeah. incredible. I we wish go, I was able to join. We go down there. We went down there Saturday. We went and watched them play. They're playing okay. against all these ten U teams that are actual true ten U's. Yes. They're a nine U team. Okay, so they're pl they're playing they're a playing year, a up, year up. Yeah, and uh, they went zero and three on Saturday. Oh, okay. Now they were Tough all day. they were all close games. They were one one run games. I yeah. think they got 
two of the games they lost literally in the last inning, whatever. They right in the games and battled. Um, and I remember after the game, coach asked me to say a few words to the girls. I said, ladies, uh, don't look at this as being a bad day. Mm -hmm. I said, you're playing against girls that are a year older than you. Yep. And you battled and you could have won just as easily as you could have easily have won those games as, as you did because uh, lost the game. So don't look at it as a, just come out here tomorrow, with focus the same on focus and, the same energy, focus and yep. energy, and good things will happen. Yeah. Well, sure enough. Sure enough. They went 4 0 on wow. Sunday and won the whole championship. <laughs> Insane. <laughs> Love that for them. Great, great group of girls. Yes. Uh, Coach Katie down there is doing a phenomenal job with them. And yeah. uh, um, every time I go to Florida, I'm going to go, gonna call, go up. <laughs> call up. Yep. You'll see my girls. Yes. They're doing awesome. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm so. excited for I couldn't make this past trip, but I need to see them again. It's been too long. Yes. Yeah. Yes. You're going to be amazed. You're going to be know. absolutely amazed. So, yeah. So back to Nitro. Oh, yes. So, yeah, we. Uh, so what do we? We I talked about this. Eight to ten teams strong Let's, every season. Yeah. Uh, we do our our. Well, our here, summer like, tryouts. Yeah, I was say let's let's start with like so. I was we were just talking about Florida softball being so different from New York softball. Yes. So what's what does a New York softball season even look like? I know so, we yeah, kick so off we in do, August. We we do uh, tryouts in August. Yeah. First week, first two weeks in August. Yep. Um, each of the teams uh, finds their, you know their players, sets up their rosters. Yep. And we have either a four season or a three season, full calendar year. Yeah. For the younger girls that are not yet in high school, it's four seasons. So you have a fall league, fall season. Fall, winter. Fall, winter training. Spring. Spring. And summer. And summer. At the older level. At the old level, right. High school does, we do not do any nitro activity during, during high school. During it's high just school too ball. hard. So we don't March, wanna... April into, into May, yeah. we, we, we don't, it's, it's too much. It's too much. And like you're going to burn out our players yeah we we don't and i and i know other school other locations ha, do actually do play other yeah other locations i know northeast some of the some yeah. of the, some of the teams and coaches i've talked to in northeast they actually play their school team and they also play travel oh, really? ball as well okay. but um it's down here much. six days a week is more than enough I, I don't i don't think the girls need to play any more than six days yeah. a week. your body as a as a solo player your body hurts monday to saturday you got practices you got games going on for yeah. school ball the last thing anybody wants is to be practicing on a sunday for your travel ball team. yeah no, I agree. Okay, so we, we we usually don't do anything until beginning May, early, maybe well, middle wait, of May. Pause, rewind. So tryouts happen in August. Yes. And then we kind of, after we get the groups of girls together, we might have some practices in August, but maybe we might wait until late August. To start As we out. always tell everybody within Nitro, yeah. plan your family vacations in the month of August. Yes, late after tryouts. Yeah, late, after late the first August. week in August, plan your tryouts because come September and October, Labor Day. Where yeah. Labor Day, we're in our fall season, and yep. we're playing, on average, five or six tournaments between in September and October. Yes. By the time the first week of November comes, you're usually too wrapping cold, up. Too cold, maybe for the up snow here. might come up here. Yeah, it's a starting tough. to get a little cold. Yeah. You get some cold days, so by the first week in November, you're usually wrapping Call up. Call it quits, yeah. Then the rest of November, we kind of give them the opportunity to... Relax. Relax a little bit. Yeah. We tell everybody, get away from training. Yeah, we encourage the girls to stop. Give your body rests. Yeah. Rest is super important. Mm -hmm. You can't just play this game 12 months a year. Yeah. Parents, please, please yes. allow your daughters to rest. Stop trying to allow them or, or force them to go mm -hmm. to lessons 12 months out of the year. It just isn't 
it, it will never happen. No. You'll, you'll do a number of things. One, their bodies will fatigue. Yeah. They'll start to actually decline in performance. And even cause injury sometimes. Especially like pitches. I mean, like your arms, You start shoulder, slowing down. Elbow. You actually start throwing slower because yes. your body does not have the time to grow. Yes. You know, if you think of, you know, I, I did a lot of weightlifting when I was younger. Mm -hmm. And if you think about somebody when they weightlift, right, it's the same as practicing. You exhaust your muscles to the point where they've depleted the energy, energy source, sources, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. Then you've got to give it time to rebuild Rebuilds. up. Yep. The same thing with players. With you, training. With yeah. training. Yeah. You have to allow them time. And getting away from softball, both physically and mentally, for, say, two weeks. Three two, weeks. three weeks, four especially weeks, in, even in, four weeks if possible. Especially in the month of November. November. There's no need. That's right. No because need. what you're going to do is once November ends and December hits, we start what we call our winter, our winter training. training. Yeah. But we break our winter training into two sessions. All right, let me hear it. Because we're about, a, we're either, depending on the year, 10, 11 week long yeah. winter training sessions. This year we're doing 11 weeks. The first six weeks we call off-season training. Okay. And that's all about redefining or recreating mechanics and making any major changes yes. to your pitching motion, your hitting motion, or anything it needs to do. Really stripping down the athlete to the bare bones of softball. What and are the foundational building it back skills? Up. Yes. Yep. And building it back up with more power and strength. Yes. And we try to add a lot of power and speed, speed drills there. Yes. Our pitches are doing a lot of power. We don't worry about throwing a strike. We don't worry about spinning the Not ball. Not in the first six weeks. Not no. the first six weeks. Not in off-season training. Because you're not playing. We're not playing games. Here. Yeah, I also am a big believer in there. There are there are Hot tournaments. <laughs> there are tournaments that do these, you know, domes dome, in the middle of January and all that. Yeah. But personally, I think you're doing your your players and pitches yes. a disservice. If they're training off-season training to get more explosion, to get more power and more speed, re rework speed. their mechanics to, they're to improve They're not spotting things. pitches. They can't spot no, pitches. Not at all. Now, now you're going to tell them, okay, well, I know you're doing all that, but we're playing this weekend, so, so I need gotta, you to be able to throw yeah, strikes. They're not going to be able to. I can't. You can't walk batters. Mm -hmm. uh, well, I'm not practicing training. That way. Yeah. So I'm not a big believer in playing too many in playing domes. Yes. Um, during the middle of winter, because you've got to give your body the time to grow back. Yeah. And redevelop and and it takes time to create muscle memory. Oh, love that word. Right? <laughs> and, and, and let's be honest, the only way you get muscle memory is by doing the same thing over and over again exactly. Practicing perfect to be perfect. Mm -hmm. You mm -hmm. just don't practice to be perfect. Yes. So you have to make sure you're doing repetitions perfectly yeah. every time over and over again. Yeah. Then it becomes second nature. It becomes muscle memory. You don't even think, think about, about it. it. Yeah, that's exactly do it. it. Right. So that's the first half of our winter training. The second half of our winter training we call preseason training. Because now we're getting closer to high school ball, closer to spring ball. Absolutely. Right. So then we start working on pitches, locations, spinning the ball, change-ups, mm -hmm. hitting spots, being yeah. consistent. Our catchers are now catchers working, are working with their live. pitchers. Absolutely. So they can actually understand and get to know their pitchers like the back of their hands. Right. You need to understand the pitcher's tendencies, their motion, their mechanics, their spin, their location, mm -hmm. how the ball moves. As why, why something happens one Good way example, as you know, yeah. um, one of the pitches on our team, lefty, Stellar. Yes, Stella. Okay, 12U. Um, she has her fastball, lefty, her fastball breaks in, almost acts like a natural curveball on Very every pitch. Very different yeah. from some of our righty pitchers. Uh, some of our righty pitchers actually throw natural screwballs. Yeah. 
And so you as a, as a, a catcher have to know, I got Stellar, and this is, her pitch is going to be, tend to be here or there. Yeah. You know, her changeup is going to be here, you yeah. know. So our catchers during preseason are working live with the pitchers to understand their mechanics, their motion, their, their movement on their pitches, mm-hmm. and be able to also be able to frame the ball. Yeah. Uh, proper receiving, proper framing, proper blocking, yeah. all that. Mm-hmm. So they're working, pitches are working their skill set, Catches are working their skills. Yeah. And I would love to have a whole other discussion oh, one yeah. day about how important catching catches are. How they are the unsung heroes. Yes, we should. We'll dedicate an episode just Absolutely. to our catchers. Because not enough credit's given to the catcher. I agree. I agree. Okay. I can get pitches to spot their pitches. I can get pitches to throw the balls in the river. Yeah. Just off the plate, which is a ball. But my catcher is going to steal a that first strike. A good catcher will steal that. Steal that first mm-hmm. strike. I have pitches, and this happened with your sister, Francesca, yes. when she pitched in high school level. Throw really good pitch location, but their catcher lose their strike. Mm-hmm. And umpire who I knew once during a scrimmage game came to me during the game and said, your catcher is killing your daughter. Yeah. She, she's not, she can't frame. I think her pitches are, are taking her glove off, off the plate. Yeah, and they're she like goes, moving. Move to, the glove, yeah, especially that curveball outside. Right. The ball's breaking away, and That's, if you can't stick that catch, yes. and just you so went a, from strike to a ball. A catcher will make or break a pitcher. Absolutely. Or could honestly make or break that outcome of the game. If, if that is consistently not happening, that's going to impact the entire You can have game. two pitches throwing the exact same pitches. Yes. One could be super successful, and one can not be because – Catchers either yeah. getting those strikes or not getting those strikes. Yeah. So they're the unsung heroes. So we're gonna we're gonna sep- we're gonna we're gonna spend some time talking about <laughs> yes. catching and how important that is and what they can do, um, what we can do with them and right. how you know how coaches overlook working mm-hmm. with catchers I agree. and they got to work with catchers a lot more. They all everybody thinks pitching, 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 and yeah, pitching is great. We can get pitchers to do what they want, but catchers mm-hmm. can can make or break right. you. Make but or we, break you. So so we like to marry. The two of them together. Absolutely, during the, the second preseason half of training. training yep. Preseason training, yep. right. And then that sets them up so that, you know, in a couple of weeks after that, they are going to be pitching live in games. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And then during that time, like we said, Nitro doesn't do anything. So once winter training ends, which is for us up here in New York, it's probably early middle of March. March. Middle, early, middle, middle March. Early middle March. Yeah. They, move, they just move high school season back in New York one week. So we're usually like March... 10th, 11th, 12th, somewhere in there is when, when, the, when the season starts. Uh, but the first games are usually in March 25th-ish, yeah. somewhere in there, two weeks after that. Right. Um, that's when games start. So um, when, when winter training ends for Nitro, right. the high school level girls go off and play high school. Yep. Right? We don't want anything to do with you. We want right. to hear about you. We want to read about you in the paper, but we, we don't follow want you. We anything do, We do high school shout-outs. Yes, we do we a lot of We watch all that. Yep, we, 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 we can recognize them. Right. But we go do your thing. And then the younger ones, we continue working with. Uh, when the weather starts getting a little nicer there, we can go outside. Spring ball, yeah. Yeah, we go outside, and they do spring ball. And they have April, May is their season for yep. spring. We do some like one day tournaments. Well, some do one day yep, team practices. Yep. Maybe it's two day tournaments, scrimmages, yeah. yeah there's some, there's some, a lot of one days in the spring up here in Northeast um, yeah. in April and May now. Yeah, I agree. Um, come June, uh, end of May, June, um, really, yeah. June and July are our summer season. 
And that's full blown. That is and that's, yeah. seven, eight, seven weeks? It's eight about weeks. It, no, it's about eight weeks in, in there, but you're probably playing, Six. you know, there's probably maybe eight or nine, depends. If you, if you include Memorial Day weekend right. as, as part of summer, we actually conclude that into spring, but a lot of the teams will actually start Memorial Day weekend. So you got like nine weeks, so mm -hmm. they'll be playing six to seven tournaments. Yeah. You know, or showcases. Our 18 yeah. gold team, which I coach, um, is is doing um, the goal is doing um, showcasing. Mm -hmm. So we're out there probably five, six showcases, three days, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. I was Sunday. just gonna say showcasing is a whole nother beast because, yeah. especially in the summer, you have your tournament, which could be a three-day tournament, at the showcasing level. Yes. And. There might be like a clinic attached to that. The day before, the day on before. A Thursday. So that's like a four days of your summer weekend right. that you're dedicating to traveling. That mm -hmm. actually, that's not even considering traveling. You might have to travel up Wednesday. Yep. For your clinic on Thursday. Yeah, that's right. Then two then games play. on Friday, two games Saturday, two games Sunday. Yeah, it's a it's a big yep. commitment yep. in the summer. So the month of end of June and then all of July, you, you, it's, it's everything's a three day, yeah. three or four day event. And yeah. you know, you but at that level, you're at the you're at the college recruiting level. Your time is limited because you're doing this. Division two, division three players really doing it your junior and senior year. Mm -hmm. That's when you're getting most of your recruiting done right. in the Northeast. Uh, division one, it's earlier than that. Yeah. Uh, division one, you should be, if you're a division one player, um, you're probably on a team, a 16U national team traveling of some sort, traveling all over the, the place. Because yeah. you need to be on the coaches' radars Early. for September 1. Mm -hmm. September 1 of your junior year, yeah. right? Because September 1 of your junior year, most Division One players are getting uh, reached out to by colleges based on the NCAA rules, which yes. say no college can communicate with you as a player until September 1. So midnight, September 1, if you're a player, and I know a lot of players, mm -hmm. They got college Email, coaches actually calling calls, them. Yeah. Phone calls. Big big day in the softball big world. Big day in the softball world and a lot of the other sports too mm -hmm. as well. But yeah, and uh, you'll get emails, you'll get calls, and they'll get uh, invitations to do official visits. Overnights. Overnights, yeah. that all that stuff. All so that. Division One, Division Two, not so much um, September 1st, but uh, you, you also do some official visits. You'll start doing that. Tends to be a little more towards. Um, um, Spring, summer, and then fall of your senior. Yeah, I so it's so a lot of part. But that's a, that's what we kind of do uh, in Nitro here, and we uh, again run teams at 10U all the way up to 18U. Uh, we put a lot yeah. of kids in college. We work on really getting these kids to to that level. Um, we look for kids that are dedicated to the game of softball that um, want to or believe they want to play in college. Yeah, you don't have to. At 12 years old, I didn't even know about college. That's right. You don't have to know about what your high school or college softball experiences might look like, if that is even of an you don't have to, You don't have to give a definitive answer, but, but you, we want you should the be able to say that, at that point, that you I love get it, there. Yeah. I love it, and I want to play this game, and mm -hmm. I want to continue playing this game at a very high level. Yeah, nice. So, yeah, so, so that's the type of uh, product we put out here. And, you know, I know the travel ball scene probably across all of America um, has exploded, just like it yes. has here in Long Island. Um, a good example... Um, one of the governing bodies, USSA Softball, um, is very big on Long Island mm -hmm. and in New York State. Um, and I remember looking back in 2015, yes. there were 75 registered teams really? in USSA. Okay. In 2020, there were 750. Really? It tenfold yeah. in five years. That's crazy. I so, had no clue. Yeah, and that's and that, that talks to the decline that you see at the little league, right. rec ball, right. town leagues. 
Um, we, as you know, Gabs, mm -hmm. you started, Long Francesca started playing Half Hollow Hills Little League. Yes. A very, very large Little League. At we the had time, almost right. 2,000 kids in the Little League. Our in house leagues for yes. softball, yes. farms level, there were 16 in house teams. That's crazy. Now. Minors, <laughs> there was 12, 14. Majors, 8 to 12. Yeah. We used to be able to put two Williamsport teams together. Yes. That's how many kids we got I out of it. I remember that. Now there's maybe two teams. Yeah. They're all over the Little League. It's crazy. And that flip They went from really 2000, happens. now there's probably, and that's 2000 is not just softball, it's baseball and softball. Yeah. But now that 2000 number, we were just under 2000 back, back in the day, is probably somewhere around 700 kids now. In yeah, the I was going to guess 500. And, and yeah. most of it's baseball. Yep. Most of it's baseball. Yeah. You know, and, and the Little Leagues are trying to adjust and adapt. Mm-hmm. And, and keep up with the travel ball Keep up with the travel ball. Yeah. So they're, they're not just doing Little Leagues. They're also doing travel leagues at the Little League level. Yeah. You know, yeah. and they're, they're, they're playing. They're trying to compete. They're trying yeah. to compete. They're absolutely trying to compete because they tough. know. Because they know they're, 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 the kids are just leaving to go mm -hmm. play travel ball. And it's a shame because... You really want to play at the little league level. I really, I really encourage it. Yeah. Because those are the kids that you grow up with. School. Right. You're going to play high middle school, school ball, ball with, yeah. high school ball with. You're going to know them. They're your friends for a long period of time. Yeah. So have to fun have those with them. like early on memories. If you right? remember, I always encouraged you and Francesca to play little league, even though yeah. we were playing travel ball. Yeah. And what I would do is. I would say to you is, okay, you couldn't pitch against Little League right. because you were just too much, too, too much better than that. You would check everyone out. You would just, yeah, it just wasn't fair. Yeah. Um, or I would say, go up there and have fun. Bat lefty yeah, if yeah, you got yeah. a really slow pitcher. Right, I remember you know, that. Go up there and bat lefty, have fun. Yeah, you know, who cares to check out? Yeah, yeah. At the end of the day, it's, just, you know, it's not about winning the game. It's about the experiences you have with your friends. At the Little League yeah. level, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So definitely continue to do that and nice. uh, play that at Little League. So that's what we do with Nitro. Um, here's, um, here's a fun fact for, for everyone out there. I remember when 2005 or so, right, when we first started Nitro, we were trying to brainstorm names and come up <laughs> like, with what we even wanted to call Francesca's travel team. I don't remember all the other names on the list, but I remember we originally... What was our original name? Oh, the original name was Long Island Rockets. Long Island Rockets, yes. And, that and do you know the origin of that? Yes, I do. Yep. My we sister. have a good friend of ours. Was uh, His daughter played with Francesca. And Francesca was a pitcher and always threw hard. Yeah. And Steve Argarides oh, yes. coined the term for Francesca, the nickname of the rocket. And um, that is basically after the great uh, Yankee pitcher right. who was called the rocket. Mm -hmm. Um, and uh, so that stuck and called to the Rockets. So we were trying to come up with a name. We had to come up with something really fast. So we One night, yeah. we had to submit something. Literally, it was like 11 o'clock at night. And we're like, I don't know, just call us the Long Island Rockets right now until we yeah. can figure out a name. Yeah. And we did. We submitted it. And I think we played one season. Under we had that one name, season yeah. of the Long Island Rockets. I think I still have a shirt that says Long Island Rockets. I'm sure on we it. do. We can dig that yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Be, I don't know if it still fits me. <laughs> <laughs> it's from a while ago. It was a while ago, yeah. But then that quickly and then, changed the team nitro. Yep, yeah. and then we just, uh, I said to Francesca, uh, I'm not sure you got involved with this and because it was really more at the time for her. You were still yeah. young at the time. I said, all right, Francesca, you come up with a list of names. I'll come up with a list of names and we'll whittle yes. it down. And I remember sitting at the kitchen table. Yeah. I didn't partake in the brainstorm, but I remember 
Ooh, yeah, yeah, we came up with uh, Nitro. We like the we like the, the, yeah. the, 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 the team name for Nit we Nitro. We're just trying to think out different things. How we can come up with, what can we come up with? Yeah. To, you know, so we just decided to call it Team Nitro. It's stuck. It's yeah. been that way ever since. But I know we're currently red. Yes. However, <laughs> rumor has it, red was not the first pick of colors no, no, that we no, thought no, about no, no, no. for no, our your, colors. Your mom, Sue, <laughs> who's really the, the brains of the uh, operation, the, the operation yeah. <laughs> she, does, she does all the behind the scenes work and yep. doesn't get any of the credit. She's like mm -hmm. the catcher. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. That's exactly it. On the on the picture, she's the catcher because <laughs> everybody gives me the credit, but yeah, uh, she, does, she does it. Without her, I couldn't get any of this done. No. But anyway, uh, she wanted purple. Yes, that's her favorite color. Her favorite color. So we were originally going to be black, white, purple. Black, white, and purple, yes. But I'm not going to lie, I'm happy we stuck yeah. with red. <laughs> well, we, one of the reasons we stuck with red was our Little League was red. Everybody had yeah. red in there, mm -hmm. you know, batting helmets and bat bags. Yeah. And so we were like, how can we use a different color here? Everybody's got red already. Mm -hmm. And because Nitro was started for that reason, for, uh, for Little League. Yeah. For, our, for us to develop the girls to play at the Little League level, at the Williamsport level. And we were very successful. Again, we won the district yes. uh, for Francesca's team. We lost in sectionals to the team that wound up winning New York States. Mm -hmm. And with your team, we wound up going on to states and won the state level. Yeah. And uh, it was a great run, great run. And, and that, that uh, a lot of that goes, goes back yeah. to Nitro and the fact that we, we did winter training. Oh, I remember doing winter training in the local elementary school in like the gym with the yellow lights. Yep. We did pitchers and catchers. We broke a few windows maybe, yeah, but yeah, a, a lot of windows. great memories in there. And like, I'm not sure if you really knew what you guys were doing, but um, do you remember the the makeshift um, equipment you made yes. for us for, for pitching? We had this like string with a weight yep. to, to build up grip strength. And we yep, had to yep, roll yep. them up and then roll it back down. That was, that was for hitting. And then we had the gripping um, yeah, things. Yeah. We had to squeeze. Yep. 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 Oh my God, yep. so much makeshift. Yeah. We, you put a ball on like a spinner so we could work our spins. Yes. Oh my God, so many great. What was the other thing? I put a, wound up getting wood. a cone. Oh, oh yes, yes. Construction cone. Yes. Right? And I put a plunger at the top and I put a, a basketball, basketball on top of that. And we hit off of and that. And you guys would have to hit the basketball to develop yeah. power and strength at contact. Mm -hmm. You know? So we, yeah, we came up with, I used a lot of things, a lot of different you, ideas. Now we crafty. have, yeah. now in here we have, <laughs> we have all the equipment we need. All the equipment we need, yeah. I might even have that basketball with the somewhere. plunger somewhere yeah. around here. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to find that in the archives. But it was great. It was a great, and listen, it really helped develop uh, what we needed to. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, so that we did we did a lot in the gym at the back then. Yes. And then we had a move at one point. We we lost the gym and we had to move our our training and we went into a the cafeteria. Area. Oh yes, I remember that. We did pitches and catches yeah, in the cafeteria yeah, yeah. with all the glass <laughs> and the televisions. Yeah, not and great. I, I used to put I used to put bubble wrap around the televisions yeah. before the sessions, and Just we literally would do what it was four hours in there. Yeah. We spent Bring a lot of time all in the, all the ages in, 12U, 14U, 16U, 18U, brought them all in, yeah. and we pitched, you know? But now, yeah. thank God, we moved to a facility that... <laughs> Should, is much better suited for yes. softball training. Yes, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nice, large facility. Yep. All the pitches and catches, one night, they get pitches and catches only. Yep. We, bought, we rent it out for an hour and a half, mm -hmm. and they do all their drill sets. Yeah. And, uh, it's a lot better than uh, doing it in a cafeteria. But you got to start in, somewhere. In the middle school. But you got to start somewhere. <laughs> You improvise. I always, I always yeah, used yeah, to yeah. say this all the time. It was from a classic movie. Uh, you improvise, you adapt, and you overcome. Mm -hmm. 
And you love your quotes. Yes, I'm a big quoter. Yes, I do. <laughs> I do love my yeah. quotes. So, yeah, so we, we've come a long way. Um, and here we are, uh, 18 you, plus years later. Where do you see Nitro going? Any, any further than where we're at now? Um, you know, it's a good question. I don't necessarily have a... Vision in mind, like a point or, in or, mind. Or a point in mind. Yeah, that's fair. I just want to keep creating a positive, uh, well-run, um, family-oriented yes. environment um, where people feel very proud to play and, mm -hmm. you know, it's just a positive experience. And we'd love to say we create a family. Yes. Across all teams, across Team all Nitro coaches. family. Yep, yeah. yep, yep. You, you, you join us. You're part of our family. Yeah. Um, and we treat you that way, yeah. you know. Um, and that's important. I think yes. that's, that's to me is really. And that's really, something you want to continue to yeah, strive for each year. Yeah. yeah. I, I, again, I don't, I don't necessarily need to create more teams. I don't need to have a bigger organization. Some organizations, the larger ones go nationally. They right. got, they got representation in all different states or all what we look to strive to place is players at primarily the division two division three level yeah. in the northeast because um, that's where we get the, that's where we go to the, most of the showcases yeah um, we have division one players that have come through the organization and go make go on to play division one yeah but again um, we we want to create kids of players that can find a great college, yeah. maybe use their softball ability to get into a stretch college mm -hmm. to get a great education. Yeah. Yeah. Play the game of softball, finish off your four more years of playing this game of softball, and but get four years of an education. Four years of a college career in softball should get you 40 years of a career in, in business and yeah. life. Yeah. Four for 40. It's a very, very common term yeah. that I've heard numerous times, and I love it, and I think it makes absolute sense. Yeah, I hear you. Right? And uh, again, I've said this before, after four years of playing softball in college, we need to make sure you're ready for the game of life, not the game of softball, yeah. because there's very little softball after that. Mm -hmm. Here's um, my last topic. About two and a half years ago, I created a silly little PowerPoint. <laughs> sat you down at the kitchen table and walked you through some slides proposing to create a TikTok account. And now, what did I say to you? What the hell is TikTok? What the hell is TikTok? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And, and I think some people listening in might know us from TikTok. You know, we, we always... 50,000 plus yes. <laughs> followers? And we, from time to time... Us, our coaches, our players go off to tournaments and they're like, oh, you guys are on TikTok. So yep. a good chunk of people know us, <laughs> even umpires and college coaches. Umpires, other, other, other travel ball coaches, college ball coaches, love your TikTok. Yeah, yeah. You're TikTok famous. Yeah. <laughs> and I went, what does that mean? Yeah. <laughs> so I, I uh, persuaded you. You did. To you start did. that. You had, you had a great vision. I had the vision, yeah. You said, I want to start this. And, and I said, absolutely, Gabs. I'll, I'm here yeah. to support you. Just like with Just like these. we're doing here. I have like, persuaded him once more. She He's said, easy uh, to persuade. <laughs> <laughs> well, if it's anything to do with softball, yeah. it's easy. I'm easy. Absolutely, I'm easy. But um, no, again, I think what you've done with TikTok and mm -hmm. what you're going to do with these podcasts, yes. I think, has been an absolute positive, mm -hmm. only positive things. It's all positive for yeah. the kids, for the players, for coaches, and whoever we can help. Yeah, that's, that's, that's how I see it. I, I see it as like we have such a great... Um, 
we have such great knowledge and experiences in this sport that we provide to our Nitro teams as coaches. Let's provide it to everyone else in the world yeah. that might not be a part of the actual team of Nitro, but is a part of the larger family. I of think ours. there's a lot of girls out there that play this sport but mm -hmm. don't have the that don't have access mm. to the resources. Yes. Like you or I. Yeah. Or girls down Long Island that have access to resources. They might not have them yeah. where they are. And social media is a beautiful thing nowadays. Absolutely. To, to Absolutely. really just at the touch of your fingers, Google something, yeah. search something, go to your favorite creator, see what they have to say on how to fix things. Yeah. Unbelievable content on, yeah. the, on the internet right now is available yes. in so many different forms. And you really can learn a lot just yeah. by watching videos or listening to people who have been through this before, mm -hmm. have experienced it and understand what it takes to take your game to the next level. Yeah. Right? What do I always say? I said, focus on getting 1% better every day. Yes. And after 100 days, you'll be 100% better. And there you go. And that's what you want to do. Don't worry about anything else. Control the things you can control. Yep. Another one of my famous, famous <laughs> quotes I always say keep, all the keep time. Keep spewing them out. <laughs> control, focus on the things you control, your attitude, your effort, and your actions. Mm -hmm. Those things you can control. You can't control what other people think about you or say about you. There's no need to even worry about yeah. it. Just focus on your controllables. Yes. Your attitude, your effort, and your actions. Yeah, and I may leave that at that, Father Knowledge. Thank you for <laughs> shedding the wisdom on to everyone.